When you come into this life, you come in with an intention, or many. That intention is one of the big reasons why you incarnate into the specific circumstances that you call your life. For example, those specific parents, those specific life path potentials, at that specific time, in that specific city, and all the dynamics that those types of things give rise to. Your purpose is perfectly in alignment with that pre-birth intention, but when I say purpose, I need you to keep in mind that a person's purpose may or may not be about a career that they're meant to have. We like to think of trauma as an oppositional force to purpose. We like to think that it derails somebody from their purpose. And while trauma can absolutely derail somebody away from their purpose, trauma also tends to shape someone powerfully for their purpose. It may be interesting for many of you to know that also some people intend on coming into a life where the trauma they experience derails them from their purpose so as to become lost. Because when they become lost, this sets a person on a journey of self-exploration. They want to find their personal truth. And that journey of self-exploration leads a person to using their free will to choose what they powerfully want and with the information they gain about themselves, what direction to go in life. Essentially, they choose with their free will to live in alignment with their true authentic self. A person's purpose is born of both shadow and light, both trauma and joy. It is so important to understand that a person's trauma does not only play a role in their dysfunctionality, their weakness, and their problems. It also plays a role in their functionality, strengths, and advantages. So it can be said that trauma is often at the root of people's failures. It is also often at the root of their success. To understand more about this, you can watch my video titled, What is the Trauma Healing Paradox? You may also benefit by watching my video titled, Can You Hold Dichotomy? Objective Thinking. As people, we tend to make trauma wrong. And when we make trauma wrong, we make anything that comes from trauma wrong. And when we do this, we run into a serious roadblock. When we make anything that comes from trauma wrong, we tend to do this thing where when we find out that trauma is at the root of something that we are doing or some goal that we have, we decide that we shouldn't be doing that thing or we shouldn't have that goal. Essentially, if we realize that trauma plays a role regarding why we have a certain career or a certain goal or a specific need or a specific desire or a specific purpose, then we will tell ourselves that we shouldn't be doing that career or aiming for that goal or we need to heal so that we don't have that need or desire and it isn't our actual purpose. It's just a coping mechanism. When we do this, we get things terribly wrong. We assign the wrong meaning to our realization. To understand more about this, you would benefit by watching my video titled, You Can't Heal Yourself Out of a Desire. You would be hard pressed to find anybody whose purpose just simply comes from joy and natural talent and spontaneously generated interest. And trust me, when people claim that that's what it is and that there's no trauma involved, they haven't dug deep enough into their childhoods. So it's better to accept the following. That trauma absolutely plays a role in someone's purpose. You will find it as an ingredient in someone's purpose. You will find it as an ingredient in why they're interested in what they're interested in and why they choose to do what they do with their time and what their goals are and what their desires and needs are.
In fact, for some specific purposes, extreme trauma is the only thing that creates a drive strong enough to propel a person through the challenges they must overcome to achieve their goal. Challenges that, quite frankly, are beyond most people's limits and that others with less drive would say no to. Here's the thing. When we discover that trauma is at the root of what we're doing with ourselves and at the root of our goals, we must become aware that there could be big shadows inherent in what we are doing and or the way we are doing it. Thus, when we discover trauma at the root of what we are doing, we must begin a process of becoming aware of that trauma, and with the awareness of it, we must then decide what to do with it and how to go about healing it directly. It is in the healing of the trauma that we purify ourselves into alignment with our purpose. If we heal the trauma that is at the root of whatever it is that we are doing, either, one, we will discover after we heal that trauma, that the only reason we were doing something is because of the trauma, and because of healing that trauma, there is no longer an intrinsic motive to do that thing, and therefore, we have a different calling altogether, and we will most likely quit what we are doing. Or, two, we will heal the trauma, but by virtue of healing that trauma, intrinsic motive is still there to be doing that thing. However, it is most likely that when we purify, all of the things we were doing straight from the trauma itself, the way that we go about doing that thing will change. We will do it in a different way. So we won't quit, we'll be doing the same thing, but we'll be doing it differently, and we'll be doing it in a way that it comes from a different energy. And because of that, most likely we will be even more successful at it. So that you can understand this concept at a deeper level, I've got two examples for you. First example, let's look at Gatik. Gatik is an actor at this point, and a very, shall we say, successful one. His career has brought him a whole lot of money, and a whole lot of attention, and a whole lot of significance. Here's the thing. Gatik has recently had a crisis relative to his career. He realized that his thirst for fame began when he was a child. It was the result of growing up with parents where nothing he did was ever good enough. Parents that shamed him for needing their attention. They had their own expectations about what he should do and didn't really care who he was. As a result, Gatik never had space to figure himself out. All he knew is that when he went into a role of someone else, he felt relief. The relief of being immersed in a different story and a different life. And he had an insatiable desire to prove himself. Acting was an obvious way for him to find this relief from the emptiness of selfhood within and from the pain of insignificance and lack of attention. When Gatik started to unravel his past trauma, and he started to heal that past trauma, and he got into a relationship with a bunch of friends who really cared about who he authentically was. Authenticity was their main value. He found he had no motivation to act whatsoever. Even though Gatik was really grateful for what that chapter of his life did for him, meaning that chapter of acting, this thing that he once considered to be his purpose now seemed much more like a so that. It wasn't that he liked it. In fact, he hated so many elements of it, it was insane. It was about what doing those things he hated got him. Meaning those things that the trauma he experienced made him so desperate for. Something that remained with Gatik was this intense desire for attention. <laughs> this is important for what is to come. Okay, but let's say that we go and we follow Gatik back in this time period of his life where he's having a life crisis. So he's having to go back to the drawing boards in his life. He realized that since he was very young, he had an interest in cooking. 
So what he decided to do is enroll himself in a cooking school. And there he got really interested in harvesting and preserving ancient grains and beans that were about to go extinct and making food with those. And he found his absolute calling in life. Some years later, not only did he open a restaurant where he could serve those almost extinct species of plants, he also had his own cooking show. <laughs> okay, so what we would say is he is an example of what happens when you heal the trauma and you find that your purpose is something different. And that whatever it is that you did was a way of getting there rather than the thing in and of itself. Two, Kathy is a therapist who specializes in marriage and family therapy. Recently, Kathy's become aware of just how much her desire or decision to become a therapist had to do with the dysfunction in her own family. Her trauma was that she always felt super confused and afraid of all the conflict that was happening all the time. The family dynamics created huge instability and all the gaslighting made her feel insane. Also, when her parents split up, she could not get over needing to figure out how to have been able to prevent it. When Kathy found psychology, she found the promise of being able to figure it all out. Not only that, she found something that could provide stability and sanity, and she could take that stability and sanity and go and give it to other people so that they would act in a way that made her feel safe in the world. When Kathy first realized how much her own childhood pain and unsafety was playing into her decision to be a therapist in the first place, she started to doubt how pure her practice was. So she took some time off to really face this element of her profession. In this process, Kathy found that underneath that trauma was a genuine love of working through problems and a love of the intimacy and deep conversations that she could have with people and a deep intrinsic interest in understanding people and all the research around the human mind. Kathy realized that without having experienced her past, she would not have the grasp of this subject or the understanding for the people who came to see her that she would have without that trauma. So she could very easily see at this point that her trauma played an integral role in preparing her for this ultimate purpose, by the way, which was to be a therapist. However, some things changed. By going through this process of healing and becoming aware of this trauma that was feeding into why she was deciding to do what she was doing, i.e. being a therapist, she started to recognize when she was projecting her own need for stability and sanity and security onto the other people that she was seeing and therefore needing them to change something so she could feel stable and sane again. And when she feels that projection, she owns it now and she deals with it in a way that's internal and not externalized with her clients. Also, she spends much more time on marriage therapy because it's what she enjoys the very, very most. Also, when she has a client who she just can't figure out or who triggers her too much, she now passes them off to a colleague who she thinks would be able to handle the case better instead of doing what she would have done, which is to stick with it because she's got this belief that if she doesn't figure it out all by herself, then not only is she doomed, they're doomed. Kathy is more in alignment with her purpose now. This process of healing did not cause her to change course. It caused her to stay the course, except for to do it in a different way. And we can definitely say that the way she's doing it now makes her a much more successful therapist. Seeing as how trauma is an integral piece of your purpose. 
you get to look at that trauma, consciously examine it, and decide with your free will what you want to do with it. When it comes to trauma and to resolving and healing your trauma, scrap what isn't working for you. Let go of what is detrimental or at odds with what you really want and powerfully own what is working for you and what is beneficial and what is bringing you what you really want. The way to go about it when you find trauma at the root of whatever it is that you are doing is you focus directly on that trauma. You resolve it. You focus on healing it. You don't automatically make it mean that because there's trauma at the root of what you're desiring or at the root of what you're doing, it means you shouldn't be doing it. Instead, get open and get curious. No matter what direction this process takes you, it will be towards something that feels better to you. The process of doing so will in and of itself make you aware of what you are not yet aware of. It will force you to separate out what is and isn't ultimately in alignment for you. It will reveal to you if you are meant to go in a different direction and towards a different purpose altogether, or if your purpose is what you are already doing, and therefore if instead it will take on a different form and come from a different place within you. Potentially, instead of changing, your purpose will simply deepen as a result of this process. You can only know what your truth is underneath the trauma when you're brave enough to heal that trauma and see what's left over after the process. Have a good week.